We do hope and pray you had a blessed week. I hope and pray you're having a blessed Sunday morning this morning. Who loves Jesus? Amen. He is alive and well in this place this morning. You ready to tag teams? Who loves Pastor Key and Pastor Kelly? Amen. So awesome. We are going to be celebrating 23 years, almost a quarter century of what God has done in and through this church. Amen. So we are really excited we and fired excited. up, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we, we are so glad to be here. So it's so humbling and, and so honoring to come back here where the Lord raised me up. I'm going to share a little bit of my, my story today. For some of y'all maybe have not met me or heard that story. And so I just want to say my life is blessed. Uh, before I was ever some crazy campus pastor or married to Pastor Keith's daughter, or a, a father to Xander Mitchell Keith Westbrook expecting another baby on the way. I was just lost, broken. And the Lord used Liberty Church not to just restore my life, but to set me free. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to be celebrating some wins together today and just having a great day Amen. in the house of the yes, Lord. Yes, we are. Amen. Yes, we are. So what we want to talk about a little bit today, if you got an outline when you came in for all you note takers, is really uh, we just kind of want to just talk about really the why who we are and why we exist, and a little bit about the journey. Because I was thinking about how that 23 years ago, we opened the doors of Liberty Church with three couples in a little storefront building in Arab, Alabama on Main Street. And how that from there, here we are today. It's amazing what God has done. Uh, we have our downtown campus, our Arab campus, our Holly Pond campus, our online campus. Uh, and we're literally, literally, you're going to hear today, we're literally reaching people around the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And just to think that God can do all that with just a handful of people that are willing to be obedient to the Lord. And so we're just going to kind of reminisce a little bit and share some exciting things that have happened. And let me tell you why I think that's important this morning. I think it's important because it's really easy uh, to walk into this campus or even to our Holly Pond campus and walk in on a Sunday morning right now and look at what we are and where we are and think this is who we've always been. I think it's really easy to do that. And, and you don't understand sometimes the history uh, of a story and if you don't understand the history of the story sometimes you don't fully appreciate the journey Man, of what took for us to get here so let me let me do this a real quick show of hands how many of you have been here for 23 years Woo, look at that all right Couple how many of you have been here for 20 years how many have been here for 15 years how many have been here for 10 years what about five what about three? What about the last year? Awesome. Praise God. Let's give everybody a great big round of applause. So there's a great journey that some of you really have not had the opportunity to be a part of, but we're glad you're here today because guess what? We're still writing the story. Amen? This thing is just beginning and God's up to some awesome stuff. So 23 years ago, uh, one day the Lord spoke to me and he said, Keith, I want you to start a new church. And 23 years ago, I didn't know anybody that had started a church. I had never thought about starting a church. It was totally foreign to me. And so my immediate response, I jokingly say, is that I rebuked the devil and said, get behind me, Satan, right? That can't be God. Uh, but as I continued to pray and the Lord continued to press on me to start a church, I, I finally went to God with this question. I said, God, why? Why in the world do we need another church? Why don't we just fill up the churches we have? Most churches are empty anyway, right? Why don't we just fill up the churches instead of starting a new church? And the Lord answered that question, and that's really what we're going to talk about today in 1 Samuel 22. 1 Samuel 22, verse 1 and 2 
are really the launching pad scriptures that God used to birth Liberty Church 23 years ago. It was this scripture that God answered my question, God, why do we need to start another church? And it's the story of David. He's running from King Saul. He's not King David yet. He's David the shepherd boy. He's David the warrior. Uh, but he's not the king yet. He's running from King Saul. And the Bible says this, David therefore departed from there, escaped to the cave of Adalom. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over them and there were about 400 men with him. Now when you read that scripture, you might think, Pastor Keith, that's a pretty motley crew of people, right? All the people that are distressed, in debt, and discontented. Who in the world would want to lead those people, right? But what the Lord showed me from that scripture is the reason why Liberty Church exists. Those three things are really the foundational truths that launched us as a church into existence. So if you're on uh, taking notes, why did we open the doors of Liberty Church 23 years ago? The first point is simply this, because God said create a place, right? Create a place where distressed people can find freedom, where people can be saved, set free, and made whole. When I read that scripture 23 years ago, the Lord said to me, he said, Keith, people are distressed. He said they're living under the oppression of the enemy. They're not finding salvation, freedom, and deliverance in Christ. He said the fullness of what I accomplished for them on the cross is not happening in their lives. And I want to create a place where people can be saved, set free, and made whole. Right? You guys know John 3.16, but I love John 3.17. It says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. And 1 John 3, 8 says this, But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. How many are you glad he came to seek and to save those who are lost and destroy the works of the devil? So let me just tell you a little bit. Let me just give you a little numbers from the last five years. Now, for the last two years, of course, 20, uh, 20, uh, 2020 and 2021, uh, we've been battling COVID, right? And there's been a lot of challenges. But the five years before that, we have an amazing jail ministry. We've been going to the Arab City Jail for over 20 years for over 20 years. And in the last five years that we were in the jail, just two years ago, prior to COVID, in the last five years, we saw 2,500 decisions for Christ. 2,500 decisions for Christ. And the Lord just kind of showed me something. He said, Keith, he said, you recognize the scheme of the enemy through COVID. COVID is not just a natural disease. It is a spiritual attack. And this is what he showed me. He said, do you realize for the last two years, there are still 2,500 people going through the local jail, and there's no gospel there. The churches, the gospel, the ministry has been now restricted from going into the local jails. Where we were seeing 500 people a year for the last two years, there have been none. I want you to recognize we're in a spiritual battle, guys, and everything that we do matters. And how many of you know that those people in jail, you might be thinking, well, yeah, well, Pastor Keith, those, you know, that's jailhouse religion. And, you know, those people, I'm not even sure if they even deserve the gospel. Well, may the Lord have mercy on your soul. Because how many of you know Jesus came for the sick and not the well? And he loves all of us. From the least to the greatest, from the top to the bottom, he died for all of us. And then in the last five years, just in our Sunday services here in Arab and Holly Pond, we have literally seen over 750 decisions for Christ. 750 decisions for Christ in the last five years. That means literally, I want you to hear me, literally every week at Liberty Church, Arab Holly Pond, through one of our seven pillar ministries, we are literally seeing people get saved, get born again, and get set free through the power of the gospel. Amen? Awesome. Praise the Lord. A amen. And literally every week, 
God is moving in and through our church. Real people are experiencing a real God. Amen. And that is really what we want to talk about today. As Pastor Keith was just sharing, the Holy Spirit just kind of showed me what we really wanted to do today to celebrate what we've done for 23 years. It's not what we've done. Yeah. What God's done Amen. through us, what right? But sometimes you just got to get back to the basics and remember who we are. Remember why we're doing the things that we're doing. And so that's what we're just going to talk about Amen, today. Right. We have, we're multiple locations, right? But one vision, the same body, yeah. serving the same God. Amen. And we're just going to share some wins today because God is still on the move. Amen, that's right. Uh, did COVID kind of mess, throw a wrench up in some of the, the, the plans of the church? Yeah. But was Jesus surprised? No. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so we're, we, we are running full tilt. Yes, we are. At ARAB, we are running full tilt in Holly Pond. Amen. So look at that next point on your outline this morning. As I talked about, just kind of hitting some of the basics. So we're really just going to kind of revisit our mission statement today. Yeah. Maybe some of y'all don't even know what it was or what it is. And, and I just love the mission statement that God gave Pastor Keith. The mission statement that makes Liberty Church, Liberty Church. Yeah. I believe that each and every church, there's some, there's some good churches out there. You Amen. know that? That's right. Amen. There's other churches doing things uh, better than Liberty Church. Yeah. There's other churches saving people. Yeah. And so, but I believe every church has a particular role to play. Yeah. Amen. And, y'all, I believe God's using Liberty Church literally just to love on people. Love people where they are, but love them enough to not keep them there. Yeah, amen. Amen. To challenge them and to encourage them and come alongside them and run. Right? So this next point, it says, God said, through the Holy Spirit to Pastor Keith, amen, create a place where indebted people can be equipped. Somebody say equipped if you're paying attention. Equipped. Equipped, right? Equipped and empowered and released into their gifts and callings for the glory of God. I believe we are doing that. Amen. That has to be the thrust of everything that we're doing, the things that we are trying to do. We want to literally raise people up in the truth and the knowledge who Jesus is. we got to love them where they're at. I said we want to create a place where real people can experience a real God. Amen. Does anybody believe in a real God? Amen, that's right. The Alpha, the Omega, right? The first, the last. If we believe that, we have to know that there's a major responsibility with that truth. And here's the thing. Real people have real problems. And so I think what we do such a great job of is equipping and empowering people in the truth, whereas a real person can come in on a Sunday morning experience the tangible presence of a real God in a real place with other real like-minded believers. But just because that happens, it doesn't mean that all their problems back at home get fixed. That's right. Sometimes they do in Jesus' name, Amen. and I've seen that's it, right. Praise the Lord and that's that. awesome. But what we do is we equip them and empower them not to just say yes to Jesus, but to stay committed to Jesus. That's right. Right, Because when you get born again and saved, now you're saying, I trust in you, God. Amen. Right, And that is the responsibility that, that God has given Liberty Church to help empower the, the, these folks, see that truth, and to walk this out. And then as they're raised up, they're literally releasing them Amen. into their gifts. Here's a cool thing. Empowered people empower people. 
Amen, that's right. Who's Amen. a leader in Liberty Church? Raise your hand. Look at all those leaders, all those empowered believers in Jesus' name. Do you know that you have a mantle of authority and leadership? That's right. And God calls us to not just share that, what God's doing in our lives, but to literally raise up and empower, equip, and release others. Amen. Right? Our, the name of our church is Liberty Church. Liberty church. At Liberty Church, liberation happens. Amen, that's right. We set the captives free. Yes, we do. Amen. Look at Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 16. Verse 11, it says, now these are the gifts that Christ has gave the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to what? Equip. equip. There's that word, equip. Mm -hmm. To equip the, the, uh, God's people to do his work and to build up the church of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. This is how the Holy Spirit gave it to me. Christ gave the church to build his bride. Yeah. Think of that. Christ gave his church to build his bride. And he wants his bride to be equipped Amen. for each and every thing. Yeah. Right? What did Christ say to Peter? He said, upon this rock, yeah. I'll build my church. Amen. He started with 12 to build his church. From 12, it has multiplied exponentially for the glory of God for eternity. Amen. Amen. Let's skip down to verse 15 there for time's sake. It says, instead, we will speak the truth and love growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow. If you're following along, underline that, highlight that word grow Amen. so that every, uh, the whole body is healthy. I want you to underline that healthy and growing. I want you to underline growing and full of love. Underline love. Church, this has to be our goal. That last sentence in that verse, I love it. It has to be Amen. part of our mission statement as a church. We have to be uh, striving to be healthy, growing, and full of love. Y'all, this is how we win. Amen. That's right. If we're not healthy, if we're not growing, and we're not full of love, the enemy wins. That's how we take back our communities, how we take back our state, how we take back our nation for the glory of Jesus Christ. I, talk about some wins. I want to share some with you. Amen. Amen. Look, in the last 15 years, we had, since we started Encounters, anybody been to an Encounter? <laughs> Amen. We got an Encounter coming up in a couple yeah, we weeks. Amen. If you ain't been in, you might have a chance to get in. So we've been doing Encounters for the last 15 years. Listen to this. We've had over 1,400 people attend Encounters. That's a lot of people. Those are people not even from necessarily our church, from other churches, Methodist churches. Some of y'all may be sitting there thinking, you know what? 1,400 people, that's a lot of people. Where are they at? <laughs> Do people fall away? Yes. Were seeds planted? Yes. Amen. If you went through an encounter, here's the cool thing. 57% stay and graduate the whole growth track. Amen. So, I, Amen. I believe maybe we don't have the whole 1,400 people, but 57% is about 600 people, and I believe that's the foundation of our church at both Amen. campuses. Amen, that's right. So that 57% is here right now. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Amen, that's Running right. in charge in the gates of hell. Amen. Amen. And one last quick thing for our pastor back to Pastor Keith. So 2019, we launched our first ever campus, the Holly Pond Campus. Amen. If you're a Holly Ponder, go ahead and give him a shout. Yeah. Amen. Look at that. That's so awesome. And so we've been running and charging for two and a half years. Well, our first full, after our first full year, we had to deal with COVID. 
Before COVID happened, we were averaging about 70, 80 people on a Sunday morning doing two services. Now we're averaging maybe between 50 and 60. Each month it's been getting better and better. But real people are experiencing a real God. I love the people that God, the families that God has sent to us. My heart is literally in Holly Pond. We've been talking about building a house over in Holly Pond for one day. And the Lord literally planted us there. We're making a real difference. And I would just like to say... If you're a Holly Ponder, I want you to put your hands together here in a second for each and every Arab brother and sister, for Pastor Keith and for Pastor Kelly, because we couldn't be doing what we're doing if it wasn't for your sacrifice, for your giving, for your prayers. We love you and we thank you. So if you're a Holly Pond, I want you to let heaven know how thankful we are. Amen. And Pastor Keith's going to share about when we're going to launch our next campus, and Holly Pond is going to be a part of that. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, the next thing the Lord said is not only should we create a place for distressed people and indebted people, but the last point there, he said, create a place where discontented people can meet real people, form a real community, and make a real difference in the world. And the Lord just very clear, I remember it just like it was yesterday. He said, Keith, he said, people are discontented. They're fed up with religion. They're fed up with all the red tape that religion creates. They're fed up with legalism. And they're looking for something that's real. And Pastor Ian talked about it a while ago. Real people serving a real God. And God making a real difference. Amen. What a glorious thing that is. And that's really why we're here today. That's one of the foundational truths that define us as a church. Is that Liberty Church is about real people, right? We come in here, we got our blue jeans and our t-shirts on today. Because this is who we are, right? We own a suit and a tie. And if you get married or buried, we'll put it on for you, okay? But yeah, the reality is, is uh, you know, we're just real people serving a real God. We don't feel like you have to pretend to be anything that you're not. You can come as you are and praise God. God loves you enough. He won't leave you that way. Amen. He'll work on you. He'll work on me. And we're all growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And what a glorious thing that is. So let me just share a couple wins of the difference, the real difference that we're making in the world. I shared with you earlier that we're literally a church reaching the world with the gospel. Uh, Just in the last five years, we've given over $184,000 to world missions. $184,000 has went around the world in reaching the gospel. We've had 38 people from our local church, from Arab, uh, go on mission trips. And let me just share this with you. One of our, 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 our mission vision is really simple. Here's our mission vision. We want every person that calls Liberty Church their home to go on one mission trip in a lifetime. We want every person to go on one mission trip in a lifetime. Let me tell you why that's our mission, because you might think, Pastor Keith, that seems really simple. Let me tell you why it's so simple. Because number one, if we can get every person to go on one mission trip, then that's a lot of people sharing the hope of the gospel. Amen? And number two, if you ever go outside the United States and share the gospel, when you come home, your life will never be the same. You will be forever changed by the experience of seeing what other believers around the world are doing for the sake of the gospel. And it will challenge you. And you'll come home a better believer than you've ever been before. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so that really is our heart. Uh, We're also, through our local church, we're sponsoring 36 albino children in Uganda that are receiving food, clothing, education, and spiritual development as they're hearing the gospel. And it's an amazing thing to see what God is doing there. We're also a church, in the very beginning, the Lord said, "I, I don't want the church to look to the community. He said, I don't want the community to build the church. He said, I want the church to reach the community. And I believe that God plants a church in a city so that the church can change the city for the glory of God. Amen? 
And so we made a decision early on. Many of you may not know this, but we actually, we call it tithing on the tithe. We take 10% of everything that comes into our church and we put back out into our community to help people. And that goes out in a lot of different ways. One of the ways we do that is through what we just call our local outreach. Where literally people come to our church, call our church, reach out to our church for help, whether that's groceries, whether that's provision for electric bill, water bill, uh, medical expenses, pharmaceutical expenses, widow women, single moms, whatever it is. And in the last 10 years in our local community, we have given out $226,000 in our community helping people with the love of Jesus Christ. And then last year, I was thinking about this, about really making that difference, that, that, that we're not only making a difference, but we're creating a place for real community. And I was looking back over some of our numbers from last year. So 2020, of course, COVID uh, created in the history of Liberty Church and most churches that around the world, the lowest Sunday morning attendance ever, right? So last year, we saw Sunday morning worship attendance plummet, plummet during COVID. And not just us, every church around the world really saw that impact. But as I was looking back over our numbers and looking back at what God is doing, that we created a place where people can still connect to hope and strength and life and love, and that's through our small groups. Last year, 2020, we saw 354 people connect, attend a small group at some time or another during that year. Think about that. 354 people that were able to connect to community and hope because there were small group environments. Even when people didn't feel comfortable gathering in big groups, there were small group environments that were available for people to connect with other people and experience the hope that comes from having community of faith. Amen. What a blessing that is. Amen. All right, Pastor Ed. Amen. And uh, like I said, was Jesus surprised? No. Nope. And I'm thankful for technology. It can be a hindrance to our spiritual lives at times, <laughs> right? But uh, we, we love to, we thank you all for joining us, watching us this morning Amen. online. Because of technology, last year the church was literally able to break out of its four walls. Amen. Amen. And you've seen more Jesus on Facebook, yep. more Jesus on Instagram than you ever have. Yep. And, and maybe God is up to something. Amen. Amen. And so if you have that opportunity, uh, if you're on a, a platform, you have an opportunity to share the gospel in and through those means. In the church, I believe we're supposed to use technology for his good. Amen. Amen. And we can, and we're doing that. Yes, we are. Amen. Just some great, some more great wins that God is doing in and through y'all. So look at that next point. So part of our mission statement is we want to win souls, make disciples, and... Destroy, Destroy the, the works of the devil. Y'all know it. Praise God. Right, we're stomping that devil in the head for the Amen. last 23 years. <laughs> and we're going to continue to stomp him in the head for the next 23 years. Amen. Amen. And so, hey, you know what? Each and every one of us today, no matter how old we are, we get to be 23 today. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Look huh? at your neighbor and say, hey, 23 look good on you. Yeah, I just I upgraded. I, like I went from that. 35 like to 23. Like That's good stuff Yeah, I just right want to tell your neighbor he looks it. good on you. Amen. Amen. So, but Liberty Church, what God wants to do in and through us as we accomplish those three things that I just talked about, one of the ways he does that, a way we become the hands and feet of Jesus, is literally we want to reach out to a hurting and broken world. We want to raise real people up, right, in their full potential in Christ. Amen. A lot of people don't even know that, that God loves them. They've heard that, but they don't believe that. Yep. They don't think that God can love them in the things they've done in their past. Right? And so we want to impart that truth, and we literally want to see the manifest, manifestation Amen. of God's best literally birth come outside of them, released outside of them. Right? That's what we want. We, the, God's manifestation of the best that he has to offer in people's lives. And he wants to do, do that in and through 
the church. And the Holy Spirit kind of gave me three practical ways that kind of rhyme with each other that we can reach out and raise up. The first thing is we reach out and we raise up, right? That's how we become the hands and feet of Jesus. Going to jail ministries, doing the events that we do uh, in Holly Pond and at Arab, getting out into the schools, doing all those things. When people come Sunday morning, if you notice that it's a new face, somebody you haven't seen or recognized before, reach out to them. Just welcome them, love on them, right? Draw them into the family of God, right? Right? So that's how we do that. We we reach out, and then as, as they get planted... Then we go ahead and we impart more truth and disciple them and literally God elevates them, right? So that's how we become the hands and feet of of Jesus. And how we, well, God wants us to not just do the acts of love. He wants us to walk in love, right? And so what we do is we also provide and we promote. That's how we reach and raise up. We provide a place. We provide the needs. We provide the necessity of of the Bible teachings, of of, of small groups, all the things that we provide for anybody who wants to know God more. We provide those things, those places, and then we promote from within. We want to release people in their full potential. So somebody that comes in, they begin to live for God. They begin to experience God. And the manifestation of the good things that he, he plants in them begins to come out of them. You see the potential, and then we promote within. Right. We need more small group leaders. Amen. We need some more pastors. We're about to launch a campus. Pastor Keith's going to talk right. about here and, and cast some vision. And so we got any pastors in the house. I won't Amen. ask you to raise Come your on. hands. But if God's dealing with your heart, you already know, right? Amen. And so we want to promote from within, right? That's how that's God's plan and God's vision. So we need, we need to be hands and feet of Jesus. We need the heart of God. And the Lord showed me we need the vision. We need his thoughts. We need the vision of God. And how we do that is we evaluate and we, then we elevate. Amen. We evaluate what's going on in the world, right? And then we use the word of God to make the world submit to his word. It's, it's not, that's Amen. not backwards. That's right. Right? The, the, the world submits to his word. Amen. That's Amen. It. And so we evaluate where we're at as a church, what is yeah. going on in our communities. And then when we evaluate, God gives us a vision. He gives us a plan. And then he elevates us. And we go higher. And we go higher. As long as we continue to pursue him, it's a gradual process going towards the top, wherever he has us going, right? Running in those directions. I want to share some wins with you how we're doing these things. And so our children's ministry, y'all can rest well knowing that our children's ministry is taking care of your kids. Amen. That's right. I've noticed our kids are excited about God. Amen. That's an amazing win. Yeah. Our kids are excited, and it's probably because their parents are excited. Amen. Come on, somebody. That's right. Right? But also, our children's church is excited. And so our children are going to stay out. They're going to be the salt of the earth. Yep. They're going to dispel darkness with the light in Jesus' That's name. That's right. Amen. Right? That's because our children's ministry is doing such an amazing job. Our youth ministry, give our youth ministry a big hand. That's the future of the church is our youth. Amen. Listen to this. In the last five years, we've had over 180 students attend Youth encounters. Did you even know we had youth encounters? It's run a lot like our, our adult ones. So it's 180 students in five years also go through camps, special events. And our small groups in the last two years have literally, and the youth have doubled in size. Come on, somebody. <laughs> doubled in size. In a day where the world would say, ah, oh, Jesus ain't cool. The youth want nothing to do with Jesus. Come on. Yeah, right. Yeah, they do. Amen. They see what's going on. They want something real that they can latch on to. Yeah. Amen. And, the, and our youth ministers, uh, John Wesley and uh, Pastor um, Samantha and Forrest and Savannah are doing such an amazing job Amen. raising right. and teaching our youth how to, how to live it out in a real way. 
at school where they yep. can stand out. Amen. Our food bank, y'all listen to this, gives away uh, 8,900 pounds of food a year. We've done that for a while now. Over 300 families we're feeding every year that need that yeah. food. Amen. Talk about providing, right? Yeah, that's right. We provide a necessity, a need for hurting people. Shoes and backpacks, we've done this the last two years yeah. at both campuses. 320 pairs in the last two years. How much y'all think uh, shoes and school supplies, how much you think that was? $33,000 because of y'all. Talk about seeds. Some of y'all don't make that in a year. Yeah. The church provided for kids that needed those things. Counseling ministries, 155 hours of free, somebody say free. Free. Counseling for people who are in need. We're talking about providing a place, yeah. providing the need. And it's more than 155 hours because I know Pastor Keith's been doing some counseling. Yeah, that's not even counting me and you, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> me, and, me and Jessica, we've been doing some counseling, and it's free, amen. <laughs> but uh, you know, the Lord just reminded me, you know what, the, the, the shepherds will smell like the sheep. Yeah, that's right. right. Amen. And that's how we get close to our sheep. And don't judge them. We'll all go through stuff. Yep. So if you need help, come see us. Yeah. That's, a, that's a safe place that we provide for your, your spiritual growth and well-being. Amen. Amen. And the last thing I want to share, who loves Celebrate Recovery? Yeah, yeah come on, Jesus. In the last seven years, we've had 294 decisions for Christ. And I know that number is probably not correct. It's probably upwards of three, 400 because not everybody writes it down. But and listen to this. We have served over 28,937 free meals. Free meals. That is so awesome. That is because of y'all, your prayers, and your hard work. Amen. 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 And you know you're a good preacher when you make it rhyme all ago. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> hey, we try. I know. <laughs> hey, how about all our Holly Pond peeps? Every every week, just about, maybe not every week, every month, I hear people come to me and say, Pastor Keith, I just want you to know, man, Pastor Ian is continuing to grow and bring the word and the anointing and the power of God that's on him is amazing. For all you Holly Pond peeps, how many of you can testify to that? Amen. Amen. Shining bright, brother. Love you, sir. Well, if you look at that last point on your outline, Liberty Church is winning souls, making disciples, yeah. destroying the works of the devil. Uh, and here's the good news, right? We're just getting started. Amen? I mean, I just went from 49 to 23 today, yeah. so I'm feeling good. Me How too. about you? And uh, so, I mean, we're just getting started, and uh, God has some amazing things. We really do believe. We, we say this a lot. The best is yet to come, but we don't just say that. We really believe it. Uh, it really is in our heart, in our lives, and we believe that God always has more in store than what we've ever imagined. And uh, Ian's kind of alluded to it a couple times. So a couple things I want to share with you is, as you guys know, three years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, we launched our Holly Pond campus, and uh, just what an awesome thing God is doing there in Holly Pond. Uh, and it's been amazing. And really, three years ago, before we launched the campus, God just kind of flipped our vision, right? We've had a, a multi-campus vision for many years and really been praying and seeking the Lord. And a little over three years ago, uh, God spoke to me one day. I was actually in Pittsburgh preaching. And he said, Keith, he said, I don't want you to plant Walmarts. I want you to plant Dollar Generals. And he said, every small community deserves a life-giving church. Amen. And that little statement, that flip of vision that God gave us totally changed everything. Uh, we went from looking at bigger cities where we could plant a campus to smaller communities that needed a life-giving church. And immediately in that, in that hotel room in Pittsburgh, God made that statement to me. And then he said, Holly Pond's going to be your first campus. And uh, so I, I came home from Pittsburgh, shared it with Kelly. We prayed about it for a month. A month later, shared it with the elders. We prayed about it for another month. And then a month later, we shared it with our seven pillar leaders. And we began to move forward in what God has for us. But it's been amazing as you begin to think about the potential 
of every small community deserves a life-giving church. And so our goal, our vision for our next campus is uh, we're believing God that in the next little over three years, Easter 2025, Easter 2025, we're going to be planning our next campus. And I'm super excited about that. Um, Don't know where it's going to be yet, but God does. Amen. So here's a dollar general, I bet. Wherever there's a dollar general, we can go there. Amen. There's a lot of opportunity. We're kind of stuck on that now. We're kind of stuck. That's okay. That's okay. But we're we're looking ahead, and we know that that God's got another campus in store for us. And so what does that mean? It means over the next three years, as Pastor Ian said, it means that you got to make a decision. Here's a decision you got to make. I'm not going to be a spectator. I'm not going to just sit on the sidelines. I'm not just going to fill a seat on Sunday morning. I'm going to be a part of God's kingdom. I mean, at the end of your life, you don't want to say, I went to church. That's good. What a sad testimony to say at the end of my life, what's the greatest thing I ever did? Well, I went to church faithfully. I'm glad people go to church faithfully, but how about let's build the kingdom? How about let's make a difference? How about let's put our hands to the plow and never look back and take the gifts and the grace that God has given us and use it in such a way that it makes a difference in other people's lives? How about let's say, hey, I planted a campus, I planted a church, I was a part of a launch team, I poured out my life, I invested myself and my gifts in doing what God has called us to do because that's what's going to matter at the end of our lives. Amen. What did we do for Jesus? Not just coming to church, but building the kingdom of God. And so I want to challenge you to go ahead and begin to pray about that. I want to challenge you to go ahead and begin to say, God, what's my part, right? What's my part? Uh, Pastor Ian read out of Ephesians, it says, when every part does its special work. We're healthy, growing, and full of love. What's your part? Now, let me ask you a question. We, we, two and a half years ago, planted our Holly Pond campus. How many of you here today were a part of that launch team? Raise your hand if you were a part of that launch team. Amen. Let's give these folks a great big round of applause. What an awesome opportunity for somebody to be able to go and be a part of it. And some of the people that were part of that launch team said, hey, I'm going to go and commit, and Holly Pond's going to be my campus. We had other people that said, hey, I'm going to commit one year and help the campus get off the ground, and then I feel like I'm supposed to come back. And so you know what? doesn't matter what, what element you play. You have a part to play. And as Pastor Ian said, we need pastors. We need worship leaders. We need youth pastors. We need small group leaders. We need ushers. We need greeters. We need media. We need online. We need every spot to be filled when we launch that campus. So you know what that means? It means no matter what your gift is. No matter what your, the grace of God is upon your life, you have a place. Maybe it's Arab, maybe it's Holly Pond, maybe it's that next campus. But you need to make sure you're not a spectator, that you're in the game. How many college football fans in the house? So everybody kind of got a little fix yesterday, all them little small teams. Everybody's looking forward to Saturday, right? Yeah. The real football. The real football. I, I've said this for years, and I'm going to say it again today. I love fans, but fans are irrelevant. The only people that change the outcome of the game are the people that are on the field. And you can be a Jesus fan. And you can come to church every Sunday and cheer and hoop and holler. Or you can get in the game. And you can use your gifts, your talents, your abilities, whatever they look like, because God's got a place for you here. And you can make a difference in somebody else's life. I'm just going to tell you, the greatest joy you'll ever find in your life is not what happens for you. It's what God does through you. That'll be your greatest joy. And I want to just challenge you today to go ahead and begin now to say, God, what's my part? 
I want to play it. I want to get in the game. And I want to make a difference. Let me give you one other thing of good news, and then we're going to pray together today. Because of some amazing people, let me just tell you something. We're blessed here at Liberty Church. We've we got so many amazing people. Uh, we have a, a, a group of elders, uh, Brother Curtis Snyder, uh, Jim Posfar, and Forrest Van Zandt. Those guys have been elders now with us for many years. And they oversee our finances, our facilities, and our overall church policies. And they are always behind the scenes working and doing such an amazing job. And because of their diligence and because of your faithful giving, let me give you some good news today. We are on track in our Arab campus to be totally out of debt by the end of this year. That's how you stomp the devil in the head. That's a stomp the devil. That's almost a million dollars of debt paid off 17 years early. Now let me give you some more good news. Not only are we on track to have ARAP out of debt by the end of this year, but we're on track to have Holly Pond out of debt by the end of next year. We're going to pave the parking lot, right? And Ian wants to pave the parking lot. I've been so. hitting Curtis up in gym every week, Holly Pond. We're going to pave that thing. So we, we, we got some goals trying in, to get in out store. Of he's, he's trying to pave that parking lot. Oh, I love it. Praise God. Amen. What a faithful God we serve. Amen. And that means that when Arab and Holly Pond is out of debt and we paved the parking lot, that means this next campus is going to be planted debt-free. Amen? So let's bow our heads together today. I want to do two things. I do these two things every Sunday. The first thing I want to do is if you're here and you're a believer and you're watching online, I want to just challenge you. Whether you're in person or online, I want to challenge you today. What's your part? And are you going to play it? I want to challenge you to go ahead and just make up your mind today. I'm going to get in the game. God, I may not even know what that looks like, but I want to get in the game. I want to be a part of making a difference. I don't want to just go to church. I want to make a difference. And I want to challenge you. Go ahead and just settle some things in your heart right now. Lord, I just pray right now for, for those that are here today. Right now, you just stir that up. Stir up the gift of God in them. Stir up that Holy Ghost vision, God, to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Lord, stir up. Father, the gift that you've put in them, Lord, to make a difference. Lord, you didn't create us for ourselves. You created us for others. So, Lord, may every person in this room here today, every person watching online, every person that calls himself a part of Liberty Church family, Lord, I pray that each and every one of us today would embrace the reality that we have a part to play. And, Lord, that we today are going to get in the game. God, I thank you. Nobody has to sit on the sidelines. There's no bench in the kingdom of God. Nobody's on the bench. Lord, we have all been called to get in the game. So, Lord, I pray right now you'd stir every heart to make that decision, to take that next step, Lord, whatever it would be, just to get in the game. And if you're here today or you're watching online and maybe you realize something today, maybe you realize that you can't get in the game because you don't even know Jesus right now as your Lord and Savior. You can't get in the game because you're not even in the ballpark. But today you realize something. Today you realize, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. You've been hearing all these statistics, all these wins, all these great things God is doing. And right now, this whole time, something's been stirring at your heart. That's the Spirit of God. And if you're here today and you're not saved, then guess what? You'll never win in life and you'll never win in eternity because it doesn't matter what you have. Jesus said, if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul, then what have you profited? 
So the realization is simply this today. If you've never been born again, that's what Jesus called it. He said you must be born again. If you've never been born again and today you want to be saved, you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life and receive that gift of eternal life that he offers to those that believe in him, I want you to do something very simple today. Just raise your hand. All over this building and online, you can raise that little hand emoji. You can type in the chat box, I'm raising my hand. But if you're here today and you say, today, I want to pray to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior, just slip your hand up all over this building. We want to pray with you this morning. If you're raising your hand online, we're about to pray with you today because God loves you. He sent His Son, Jesus, to die for you. This is your moment. This is your hour. This is your day. Don't wait. So let's just pray this prayer together today. All of us here today, let's say it out loud together. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins, rose again on the third day. I confess that I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Amen. Amen. Right here, Pastor Ian. Good stuff today. I love you. All right, well, we're going to do something before we wrap up here today. Uh, when you came in, you should have received a ticket. So go ahead and get your ticket out. We have got some amazing prizes we're going to give away. Uh, we're going to ask Pastor Kelly and Pastor Jessica to come up here. Stephen, we got one more microphone. All right. Thank you, sir. And I think we're going to start with those tickets, girls. Right there. Awesome. Here you go, sweetie. Thank you, dear. All right. Well, wasn't that a great word? I guess we could stand up here with y'all. Yeah, you need it so you can. 23 years. I remember the first person that we told that we were going to start Liberty Church. Do you remember? That was Jeff and Christy Bowling. Over Christmas time, the Lord had been dealing with us for a couple of months, and uh, we went to drive through the Christmas lights over in Huntsville, and we were eating, and our kids were together, and uh, it was just on our hearts, and we ended up sharing with them because we were very close friends with them, and they were super excited about that. And then the next couple we shared with was Shannon and Salisa Bethune, and they are the couples that uh, started Liberty Church with us. Three couples in a little storefront building. Amen. And we were, on July the 4th, we had all of our, both sides of our family over at our house. We were so excited about what was happening the next day. And me and Keith, after everybody left, probably about 10.30, we could not sleep. We were up till like 1 o'clock in the morning cleaning and listening to worship music. We were just so excited about what tomorrow was we were starting we were nervous and excited and um and then we started and we've never looked back never looked back Praise but like God. he said we didn't know anybody that had ever started a church before we didn't really have a clue what we were doing we did not have a clue oh my goodness i could tell you so many memories but uh <laughs> i'm so thankful for 23 years of ministry yes, it's been amazing love you, love you. amen yeah. Actually, we've been in ministry for 29 years, ever since Jessica's been born. She's been in church, so, you know, 29 years we've been doing it. All right, so what are we giving away? All right, first we're giving away three tickets to Carrie Joe, Carrie Joe, Chris Tomlin, and Bethel 
The concert is tonight in Albertville. So there's so, one requirement on this one, right? You have to be able to go to the concert tonight. So if we call your ticket and you win and you know you can't go tonight, let us know and we'll draw another ticket, okay? So three or, tickets. Or why don't we do this and make it easier? If All they right. can't go, find somebody you that can take You can't go, find place. somebody and give it to them. Ain't my wife smart? Let's not keep drawing. Yep, they yep. get that whole thing. All right, so the ticket number is, y'all, I forgot my glasses this morning, but I can read this. Okay, last three numbers is all I'm not read. that bad. Uh, 891. 891. Come on, girl. Get her ticket. Congratulations. Y'all have fun. So after our celebration, go get a nap so you'll enjoy tonight. <laughs> These next things real quick. These are uh, plaques that have been handmade by Todd Lemons, who is a part of our church. He's a part of our Band of Brothers ministry. And he donated these to give away, so we've got nine of them we're going to give away. All right, so the first number is 780. 780. Maybe. Must All be right. present to win. Okay. All right. Oh, there's okay. a winner right there. 780. Come on, Michael. The next number is 871. 871. Come on up, Miss Ann. The next number is 900. 900. All right, Miss Rachel. The next number is 833. Come on, Miss Lori. <laughs> the next number is 885. 885. Come on, Stephen. 802. All right, John, come on. I'm shuffling them up <laughs> for all you who are saying, call my number, call my number. <laughs> all right. Eight, five, six. Eight, five, six. Eight, five, six. Going once. Going twice. No takers. Eight, two, one. Eight, two, one. All right, here we go. Holly Pond representing. Eight, three, seven. Eight, three, seven. Come on, another Holly Pond. Eight, six, five. Is this the last one? Oh. Two. Eight, six, five. Come on, Melinda. There you go. <laughs> and the last one is eight, four, three. All Ms. right, Miss Helen. Ms. Helen. 
Okay, that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and announce it, though. All right, so on your way out today, we have a surprise for everyone. We have a new cup. Liberty Church cup. And a flashlight. And a flashlight. I'm not sure, I'm not sure who uh, picked these gifts, but hey, it's a flashlight, and I use flashlights when cool. I travel, so that's perfect. So make sure and grab a cup and a flashlight for every adult and every youth on your way out today. Before you leave, though, so our ushers are going to be there at the door when you go out, you can grab it. Let me give you real quick instructions. Okay, a couple things you need to do. Number one, if you have children's and children, children and children's ministry, you need to go get them first thing. Before you do anything else, you need to go pick your kids up out of children's ministry. The second thing you need to do is you need to go out to the information center. We have our campus games registration forms. We have six games. And there's a time slot, as Jessica said, on there. There's only so many spots for each team. So you need to sign up. Once those little slots are full, there's nobody else can play that game, okay? So we need Holly Pond people on the Holly Pond forms, A-Rab people on the A-Rab forms, okay? So You're you'll see it down. there. And because uh, A-Rab's going to bring that trophy home, right? We're going to keep it here. Uh, so you need to make sure you need to do that. And then after that, okay, after you sign up for the campus games, you can go through the double doors to my left. Look at Jessica running off with a trophy. You can go through the double doors to the left into the cafe, and when you get in there, you're going to hang a left, and there's going to be a food line. We're going to serve on both sides. It's a serve yourself. We want to thank our band of Brothers Men's Ministry for cooking all our hamburgers and hot dogs. And I want to thank Miss Amber McCorder for overseeing our kitchen and the distribution of all of our food. And then, okay, so then after that, you can eat. There's uh, tables and chairs in the cafe. There's some chairs in the youth room. You can go in there. You can, there's uh, picnic tables outside under the pavilion. You can eat, fellowship, hang out. We've got inflatables out back for the kids. With, this is just a family reunion, guys, okay? Yeah. So hang out, have fun. The campus games are going to be going on in the sanctuary and out back. And one important announcement, okay, for our, uh, for our campus games. If you are parked immediately behind me in this parking lot, right here behind me, from the edge of the building over to this side, we need you to move your car because we're going to have basketball tournaments out there, okay? So if you park right here behind me, if you kind of know where that's at, you'll be good. We need you just to relocate your car. And the first campus game starts at 12.15, okay? 12.15, so we got about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, I'm going to ask Pastor Kelly to bless the food okay, before we you. leave. All righty, I can do that. And just so you know, we are playing against them. Holly Pond, A-Rab's going, A-Rab's going to win, Holly Pond's going down. Losers! We are playing a game against you. I'm not sure what it is, though. It's what are a we playing? baseball toss game. Whatever. But we're going to win. Yeah, you don't have to run. No running. I told Jessica last night, so we're going to play the baseball game. She said, what? I don't play baseball. I said, no, we're not playing. It's cornhole. That's what we're going to play. <laughs> but it's baseball cornhole. So, anyways. All right. Well, Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the past 23 years. And we thank you for, Lord, that the best is yet to come. So we just thank you for every person that is here today. Lord, we just pray, God, that every person would feel loved and welcomed. And, God, that it would be a family reunion. So we pray and ask that you would bless the food and bless our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Holly Pond bringing on the trophy.
She's extra. Go get your kids, sign up for the games, let's have fun.